0: Right, so let's see what we might have missed in yesterday's daf. Have you learnt yesterday's daf already? Um about the end of Good. the end of Amul Bet is like just about the end of the, of the daf. Um, <clears throat> so we get a piece of Gomorrah here that appears many times in Shas in different places, dealing with two views as to whether the word et, when we have et in the Torah, can, which doesn't have a translation, it just indicates an object. Um, so before the object of a sentence, the Torah will often put the word et. And at certain times, the Torah will learn from et that the object is an expanded object. The object of the sentence is not just in the narrow sense, but the object of the sentence is an expanded sense. And we have a, the, the famous b'raisa of Shimon HaAmsuni, Hayadurish Kol Itim Sheba he used to learn something from every et. He would say the word et has no translation. can't be a redundant word. What is the word et there? Uh, so et must always come to teach us something. That was the thesis of Shimon of, HaAmsuni. Kivan Hashem Elokecha Tira Piresh. When he got to the posuk of et Hashem Tira, you should um, fear Hashem and the word et is used. He says it can't be to expand how can you expand that you can't say hashem and something he was very worried that his thesis could lead one to a terrible conclusion that you've got to fear hashem and more than hashem what's more than hashem so you see from that posut from it hashem that the word et is, it has no meaning and it's just you, and you can't learn anything from it. And then he stopped. Pirish. What about all these wonderful shiurim you've given us for years about every et in the Torah? They're amazing shiurim. That's a really important lesson. We won't have time to go into it now. But sometimes you have to abandon a thesis in Torah. You try something and it doesn't work. And that's part of the problem today. Today, lots of people don't have this experience of it, trying something and it doesn't work because they don't realize it has to work even. People say, upshot. they think maybe this is what the Gemara means or this is what the Pasha means or this is what Rashi means. And they don't know what it means. But you know what? You might find out you're wrong. And then you've got to, even after a lifetime of teaching, you might have to back down and say, my thesis was wrong because there's a Posach, one Et, one posik in the Torah destroys his thesis and you've got to pull back and you've got to be able to say okay so it was wrong and you get scared for that the learning is still good learning as long as you come to the MS ultimately you come to the truth Rabbi Kiba came along and said I can darshan even the word et it does come to include something more <laughs> excuse me that means you've got to fear not only Hashem but Talmide as well that's included in the mitzvah of, of uh, <laughs> Rashi says something interesting He comes to teach you quotes from Pirkei Elvis, that the fear you have for your Rebbe the awe and respect and admiration you have for your Rebbe should be like the fear you have for Rebo Shalil. What's the chiddush in Rashi? He limits it to Rabcho to your Rav Rav muvhach, your Rav that's different from Chachomim. the uh, rabbi akiva the Loshon of the gemara is لربot, um, um, to people who are, are are great talmud scholars but the um, but rashi says it's particularly your rebi and your rebi is the person who gave you a methodology how do you define a rav muvach what is a person's rav muvach it's the person who taught you how to think the po- person who taught you how to deduce, how to rationalize, how to reason. That's a Rav Muvahak. Rav Muvahak is the person who gave you a worldview. It's not about how much quantity you learn from a Rav. You might have another Rav that took you through the whole of Shas. But the Rav who taught you how to think, who gave you your worldview, the lens with which to look to the Torah, that's Rav chaham HaMuvahak. And Rashi says that's what this is talking about. It's talking about Rav chah. it's not talking about generic Tamidecha chachome the question is, where does Rashi get that from? We just said a few moments ago, one has to be able to see that what you're saying is, is the necessary trun- interpretation of a posse. All the, the droshes that Shimonam Sunni gave, they were nice droshes, but he had to cancel them. He couldn't say, well, they're nice roshas. Okay, it's not exactly the pshat, but they're still good roshas. You can be sure that Shimon al-Sunni didn't say anything that was k'neged at Torah, so they were all good things, yet he cancels them, because that's not the pshat in the pasuk. That's not what the posok is saying. So with Rashi, too, it's nice. Rashi wants to say that this really means your own rebbe, but what forces him to say that? How does he tr- change what appears to be the meaning of the Gomorrah into something very specific that doesn't seem to be the meaning? So for that, we've got to look at Toysvice. But you'll notice there's no Toysvice on this Gomorrah here. But there is Toysvice on this Gomorrah here. I told you yesterday... That when the Masurah Sashas sends you, mentions other, that this sugi appears in other places, if you're learning the sugi properly, you need to look at the other places because you'll sometimes have a Rashi there or a Tosfus there that you don't have here. And the first place that the Masurah Sashas mentions is in Bava Dav Me'am And in Bava we do have a Tosfus on this very Gemara. And Tosfus says, why do we need Mipnei Seva Takum? If we've got this posuk that you've got to respect, Talmud and and have awe for them, why do we have to be told, which is where we learn from that you've got to give honor to Torah scholars? Why do we need that? So clearly here, this is speaking about a specific Talmud Chokham, not generic Talmud Chacham. This is a specific one. So in Torah's we see what forces Rashi. What forces Rashi to say that this is the Pshat is because without that, we don't need the Posuk of Sevatakum, since we've got Mipnei Seva we must say that this is talking about Rabo Hamuv. How can not about Talmidei Chachomim in general? What Torah doesn't deal with is the reverse. Surely we've got a Kalva We learned about Kalva the other day. Surely we've got a Kalva so let's do it the other way around. I understand that even though we've got this posse for your own Rebbe, you need Mipnei Seva for Rabbis in general. But if you've got Bibne sevata for Rebis in general, for Tamidin chachomim in general, why do you need a special limit from it? Why do you have a special limit for Rav Omovach? Certainly, if you certainly, if you have to respect all Tamidin chachomim, certainly you have to respect your Rav. So for that, we've got to look at another Kashe that the Prisha asks. The Prisha is a very important defarish, It's the Sma in the Prisha the Mishpat, and the Prisha and the Drisha, and, and the Chidush Agos he wrote three works on the entire tour. The Prisha was a Talmud of the Ramo in, in Poland, and of the Marshal. The Ramo and the Marshal are the pillars of, of Shulchanor. Uh, and the Prisha and the Drisha was a Talmud of there, So he's one of the early Meforshim on the tour Shulchanor. So the Prisha and Drisha carries with him an in, enormous amount of authority. The Prisha asks on Rej Bay's in, in Yoradea where, where the tour brings the Ramba. The two brings the Rambam who says that you've got to give your Rebbe a lot of COVID. And if there's a conflict between you honoring your Rebbe or your father, as the Gemara says in Bav Mitzir, the Mishnah says in Bav Mitzir, your Rebbe comes first. Ask the sma Over here. Where does the Rambam and the two get it from? That, that the covet for one's own rebbe exceeds the covet of a father. He passed to Simonim earlier in Ram in Rage Mem and says, and, and he says that his mitzvah to be a father and a mother, you are going to be very careful because covet for a parent is linked to covet for Hashem. So, where do you see from that covet rav? It is greater than COVID for Av. They're both hukash la Hashem. Because it says, kabed kabed, and it says, kabed Hashem mehoncha. The word kabed creates a heckish, it says, kabed kabed Hashem mehoncha. From the use of the word kabed, which is not a usual form of the word, uh, we see from there that the two are linked, and that you've got to honor a parent like, like we honor Hashem. Ask the Prisha, where does the Rambam get it from? That you've got to get that you've got to honour a parent more than a uh, you've got to honour a rebi more than a, a parent. Answers the, the Sma the the pressure answers because a hekish is not the same as this, the sliword. A hekish means there's a word kabed here, there's a word kabed here, we link them together. That's a linkage. Hekish comes from, from, from Lakish to link the one to the other. So we link the covet of a parent to the covet of Hashem. That's a link, like two links in a chain. But this is not a link. Es Hashem this is it. It's not this covered Hashem and there's a covert for a Talmud Chochem and they're connected. No, a parent and Hashem is connected. Talmid Chacham or Rebbe and Hashem is one and the same. Which is an amazing thing to say. That's what it is. So now we understand why it's not sufficient to have Bibne Sevatakum. Because from Bibne Sevatakum you can learn for the honor of Talmud Khachim. But that it's one and the same as honoring Hashem, that you can't learn from Ibn Sevataku, that you can only learn from Rabbi Akiva's Droshevat Hashem alot So, what is the difference between this? Why is this such a different quality? These are the three levels of Kavod. We've got Kavod of a parent, we've got Kavod of a Talmud Chacham generically, we've got Kavod of a, of a Talmud Chach of, of one's own Rebbe. They're qualitatively different. We've been talking about it, but We have to understand the qualitative differences between things. They're qualitatively different. They learn from different psukim. When things are learned from different psukim, they're qualitatively different. What is the qualitative difference? So to honor a Talmud Chacham is why. Why do you have to honor a Talmud Chacham? Because you have to honor a Talmud that We understand that. What about honoring a parent? What is, what is, the, what is the, the source of that honor? Why must I honor my parents? That's because of our too. That's because of gratitude. The the he of covert that comes from gratitude is the greatest he of covert that there is at all. If somebody opens their home to you, you owe your life to them. There's no limit on how much covert you owe to somebody who's opened their life to you. And a parent? No limit. This, this is a atov. And what about covered for one's own Rebbe, the Rebbe who's given you the way to look at the world. Again, we're not talking about the Rebbe who's given you information. We're talking about the Rebbe who's given you wisdom, who's given you insight, who's taught you how. Who's taught you how to learn, how to think, how to see the world. That Rebbe, how much HaKoros is there to that Rebbe? How much do we owe to that to that Rebbe? That's HaKoros That's the kind of covered we owe to Hashem. You look at that, the ninth parik of Nehemiah and we see it all... We say we say it all most of the ninth parak we say every morning before before uh the uh, Shira. Uh, we say all the things that, that that Hashem did for us and how we didn't show enough gratitude. And the uh, whole idea of Kovat Hashem is we have in Kovat Hashem for gratitude. That's why the first of the of the ten commands of Alassa Hadibris is Ani Hashem Luke that's the foundation of the Aseris HaDibris and Kol Kula. Look what I did for you. You owe me. You owe me COVID. You owe me gratitude. You owe me Akoros HaTov. It's why Rabbeinu in the Chobos HaVovos, puts Shara HaBchina, before shara Avoido. To be able to understand and see what Hashem has done for us is the beginning of Avoidas Hashem, he says. And so when we, it says Rabbi Akiva, et Hashem lo means you've got to show gratitude to Hashem, look how much you owe him. But that same gratitude you owe to your Rebbe who showed you how to see Hashem and how to experience Hashem. And that's a, and to one's parents, one also needs to show gratitude. But now we understand the statement. The parents brought us into Olam Hazeh, and the Rebbe brings us into Olam Habo. Who do you owe more gratitude to? That's what's Koveah for the COVID. So this is Hashem lo We can't learn from... It's talk, it must be talking about your own Rebbe, not about any any Rebbe. And it's qualitatively the highest form of COVID there is because COVID is generated by Hakoros hatov, And there's no greater, other than Hashem himself, there's no greater Hakoros hatov than to the person who opened your eyes. <laughs>